say unoffendable. All right, and now next thing, say spot the difference. Hopefully it's spelled correctly, spot the difference. Who loved a good old spot the difference at school? Come on, who got around it? So we see here SpongeBob the SquarePants, and I think there's three differences on that pictures. So can you scan them? Found them? Unoffendable, spot the difference. So if you're taking notes, say unoffendable, spot the difference. And so basically what we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be looking at two parts of the Bible, and we're going to play spot the difference. Is that cool? We're going to be spotting the difference in two parts of the Bible, seeing how they're similar but different, yeah? We're all on the same page? Sweet. Ne- oh, I've got the clicker here. I'm, look- I'm waiting for the next slide, and I'm, I'm the one that else control. All right, next one. All right, here we go. Ta-da! Next one, spot the difference. So we've got a picture here. For those listening on the podcast, before we had SpongeBob, now we've got one. It's got um, Jesus in the tomb locked up at night, and the next one's Jesus out of the tomb, not locked up. Who can see the differences there? Can people see the differences? I think there's five. Can you find five in that top right corner? If you can't see it, there's a flower on the bush. See that on the right? There's an extra flower on the bush. Obviously, Jesus is alive, so there's birds flying around. That's another one. And there's a rock on the path missing as well, because Jesus must have just booted that when he went out. <laughs> you got me? Well, who reckons it's a, they're either rocks or they're holes in the ground? What do you reckon? Rocks, yeah. All right. Next, oh, actually, yep, we'll go to the next slide here. So we're going to go through some spot the difference memes. Who sees a difference in that one? I reckon it looks pretty similar. A beard. Yeah, yeah, that must be it. Yeah, that must be the difference. What about this one? Top left, um, I see it's either two witchy grubs or we won't, ke- we won't comment on the podcast. Next one, uh, is it two puddle pop sticks? No, one's a lady. I did not notice that until closer look. Far out. All right, what have we got here? Batman. <laughs> so, podcast, this is, you'll have to try and contact me to hit, see the, um, the picture. But we got um, Botox lips. It was out of Baboon's bottom. <laughs> you obviously got the, 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 the noodles there that are burnt that looks like the guy's blonded hair. And you got the teeth that looks like the Batman logo. Does anyone think they're the same picture or they can see the difference? How good are these memes? Next one, is it chicken or puppies? Or is it dog or muffin? There, there. Who, who, who can see the difference? Who can spot the difference? <laughs> so that, that it's, when you look carefully, you can see the difference, but they are very similar. Next one, oh, who loves that? What do you call those things? Oh, I think it's that porcupine, but I call them a, the not Australian echidna. Who loves that one? Who, who sees the difference between that, the nailed it, or the, or the actual cake? I can't tell the difference. I reckon that looks exactly the same. <laughs> and then that one, who can tell the difference between how I use a computer compared to how you're supposed to use a computer? Anyone? It's pretty hard to tell the difference, but... <laughs> Next one. That's it. So, spot the difference. Hopefully, there were just some funny um, pictures that we could look at to, uh, to understand that. Obviously, they were completely different, a lot of those ones, but they're just funny because they look similar. All those are legit. Spot the difference. And we're going to be looking at two guys, say Stephen and say Samson. Samson. And so hopefully by the grace of God, I won't get them confused during this message. Because then you'll be like, this guy's talking about Stephen, he's talking about Samson. But we're going to be looking at spot the difference between those two guys. Are we cool for that? We're cool. So I'm just going to quickly pray. And so what... And what we're going to be spotting the difference between is their first mention. So we're going to look at what happened when they were first mentioned, and then we're going to be looking at their deaths and 
spotting the difference between those two elements and how that can apply to our unoffendable lives. Are we cool? We're going to pray, so if you feel comfortable, close your eyes and have faith and extend it with this prayer. God, we just thank you for tonight. We thank you that you're with us through the praise. We thank you that you're with us through the worship, that your spirit and your anointing is on us, God. We thank you from those words, even in the 180 and 180 riff, Pete, God, about you wanting to correct us, not because you, you or our parents want to correct us, not because they're wanting to be mean, it's because they've got their, safety, their best safety in mind for us, God. And we pray for your word tonight. May we learn not to get punished, but because we have better things to come for our lives, because you actually have boundaries for our lives. And we just thank you, God, that you're going to speak through us and to speak through me and speak to us that we'll leave this place better and more free. And everyone said, amen. Who's ever been ripped off? Ripped off like that. So, for example, um, things didn't seem fair. Who's ever had that? Like, it could be a sister. You've had, you had to wait till you're 16 to get a phone. They're getting a phone at 13. Who's ever had that kind of ripoff? It's like you've had to you do all the waiting. The next person just gets it like that. Oh, you can't have a, you can't walk to school by yourself until you're 15. Then your little sister's walking to, to school at six, six years old. And you're like, what the heck? You're like, Where, where's the, where's the, um, or oh, here's the worst one. Here's the worst one. When you buy something, like you see there's a sale on the supermarket and you go, sweet, Gatorade, half price or, or iTunes cards. This is me. iTunes cards, half price. So you grab one and you go to the checkout. You pay for it. Then you look at the receipt later and you paid it for full, full price. And you're like, I would have been bought the iTunes card if I knew if it was going to be full price. And who, who hates being ripped off? Yeah? And so who knows that Wes is now out of action? For those listening to, to my podcast, Wes isn't dead. I just upgraded. Who loves an upgrade? Everyone say upgrade. Upgrade. So my new car hasn't got a name apart from like Scar maybe <laughs> because I scarred it, but it should be all fixed tomorrow. But because I got a new car, I like to clean it and have a nice clean car. Who, who, know, who knows when you see a new car, new car likes, likes to be clean? So to clean my car, what I do is, who, who has a parent that makes them clean a car? Anyone? Anyone had to spray clean a car, wash a client outside? Who's watched Dive Wimby Kid and um, what's Greg's da- brother's name? Older brother? Roderick. And he says to Greg, yeah, it's Roderick. And he says to Greg, he says, is that his name, Greg? Yeah, he says to Greg, don't be good at the job you don't want to do. And, and so he's like, they're getting the oily rag to clean the car. Well, mum makes me clean a car, and that does not work. That gets me in more trouble, I've learned. And so, but with cleaning car, I love going to the spray car wash and getting those guns and be like, but you've got to put money into those, those car washes to make them work. You've got to put a, like a dollar or two dollar, put it onto the setting. You might want print, rinse, wax, spray or something, or like the foaming brush. It's like a big car toothbrush, and you're like, clean it. but you've got to get the coins in. So... I went to a supermarket one day to get $10 cash out. Now, I won't mention what supermarket it was. This is um, the Mighty South Aussies. And, and so I said to them, can I get a $10 cash out and $1 and $2 coins? And like, yeah, for sure, sweet. So they cashed me up. Now, because I got one of those weird flip wallets, and so I can't put coins in that. So I have like a little Ziploc bag in my car that I stick all my coins in. So I had this massive load of coins so I could clean my car. Good idea? Great idea. Thank you, Mighty South Aussies. Name won't be mentioned. Um, and so the next, my car got a bit dirty because where I live, the dust gets on it and this, the dew just looks filthy. And so I go to the car wash, put in one of my coins, and it goes in the machine. It makes that kind of sound like, bink, sound or I don't know what sound it makes. Then I was doing my first spray. To and then I go to put in the next setting, and the coin kept popping out. It was like, drink. Like, I'm like, what is wrong with this machine? It is broken. 
And then I, I sorry, I tried it a third time. Put the coin in, went in, and I'm like, what is wrong with this machine? I'm thinking, of course it breaks halfway through the car wash. It's like my car's all like foamy, and I can't, and I can't even wash it. Then I thought, well, then I, I looked at the coin, and I closer looked at it, and it was a dodgy coin. And I was like, this is jit. And so if you go, if you get a New Zealand coin, which this was, it was a two, a two, no, it was a one dollar, no, it was a two dollar New Zealand coin, which is a tad bigger than a one dollar coin. And so when you look on it from the back, they both got the heads of the queen. But when you look at it, one says New Zealand and one says Australian. And I was spewing, I'm like, no wonder the machine wasn't working because the queen was not right. And so I got gypped, I got ripped off by, by the Mighty South Aussies because the, um, they, didn't let my, they didn't give me the right currency to, for the machine to work. And so um, weird way around it. Go to Judges chapter... Uh, 13, and we're going to look at a, a quick thing, and then Judges chapter 13, but just like that machine was broken because I had the wrong coin, we're going to look at someone who was broken and they couldn't work properly. Is that right? I went to the car wash. It was a story that was supposed to be funny, but didn't really get any laughs. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, Judges 13, so just like those, that New Zealand coin wasn't able to work the machine, this lady was trying to do something that wasn't able to be worked. So we cool. Judges 13, 1 to 5. We already, again, the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight, so the Lord handed them over to the Philistines who oppressed them for 40 years. In those days, a man named Manah from the tribe of Dan lived in the town of Zorah. His wife was unable to become pregnant, and they had no children. The angel of the Lord appeared to, uh, appeared to Mahona's wife and said, Even though you have been unable to have children, you will soon become pregnant and give birth to a son. So be careful, you must not drink wine or any other alcoholic drink, nor eat any forbidden food. You will, be, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and, he, and his hair on his head may never be cut off, may never be cut. For he will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. He will begin to rescue Israelites from the Philistines. How cool is that? So this kid who's going to be born isn't just going to be born to someone that was broken, but he was going to be born to be a rescuer for the people that are in slavery and in bondage. How cool is that? And I want to encourage each one of you, tell the person next to you, you have a purpose. And so, honestly, people here, one youth, podcasters, you have a purpose so that it doesn't matter. So for the things that are around our lives that are, bond, are binding people, we have a purpose to be free that, and God's put that on our lives. Who agrees for that? Now, Judges 16, 17, because you might go, what, just say, just in, we're going to, I'll quickly read this. Judges 16, 17 says this. This is what Samson's saying. Finally, Samson shared his secret with her. My hair has never been cut. He confessed, for I was dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. If my, if my head were shaved, my strength would leave me and I would become as weak as anyone else. Now, that's interesting. Now, I'm just going to quickly go to Judges 13. I'm going to read from 24 to 25. And it says this. When her son was born, so that's obviously Samson's mom because the boy was Samson, she named him Samson. And the Lord blessed him as he grew up. And the spirit of the Lord began to stir him while he, and yeah, the, the spirit of the Lord began to stir him. How cool is that? So he was born, was blessed as he grew up, and the spirit of the Lord began to be upon him. Now, I'm going to read a quick part in Judges 16. So if you want to turn to there, Judges 16, so maybe page or two to get to that. And we're going to look at verses 14 and 17. And so it says this, uh, Genesis 16, 14 to 17. Joshi, I can't find 14. Open the eyes of my eyes, God. 14. Where is it? 
Here we go. Then she, ti- then she tightened it um, with loom shuttle. Again, she cried out, Samson, the Philistines have come to capture you. But Samson, actually, this might not be the right. 16, no, that's right. 16, 14 to 17, yeah, this should be right. Um, uh, the Philistines have come to capture you. But Samson woke up, pulled back from the loom shuttle and yanked his hair away from the loom and, and the fabric. Uh, no, that is not right. Must be starting at 17. No, but that's not the Bible verse I'm wanting to be reading. Sorry, guys. Um, no, nah, where's a bit with the, the, the ox the ox jaw? The donkey's jawbone, yeah. Oh, I've got the wrong starting verse. Sorry, guys. We, we, will look, we want to look at 15, 24 to 25. One, one number and it stuffs you right up. Uh, so it's 14. Here we go. This is it. As Samson arrived at Leah... The Philistines came shouting in triumph. But the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon Samson, and he snapped the ropes on his arms as if they were um, burnt burnt strands of flax, and they fell from his wrists. He then found the jawbone of a recently killed donkey. He picked it up and killed 1,000 Philistines with it. Then Samson said, With the jaw of a donkey, I've piled them in heaps. With the jawbone, jawbone of a donkey, I've killed 1,000 men. Pretty crazy stuff. So basically, we see that Sam, the Holy Spirit would come upon Sam, uh, Samson in such a way, he would just go like destroying people. Has anyone here watched Star Wars, the third movie, is it called Return, Return of the Sith or something? Uh, or Revenge of the Sith? Revenge of the Sith. And there's that guy, Anakin, who's a Jedi. So he's got like the... So he has the... Like, Anakin has metachlorians, which make him force sensitive, so he's powerful. Samson's kind of like that, but he's got the Holy Spirit upon him. And he can do crazy stuff that you couldn't normally do. Just like Anakin the Jedi could do that. And so in this situation, uh, Samson's like the closest thing to a Jedi we'll ever see in the Bible. Literally, because of the Holy Spirit. But then rather than using a lightsaber, he uses a jawbone of a donkey. So he's like using that like a lightsaber, wielding around, killing a thousand people. And it's literally kind of like what um, Anakin does to his poor Samson when he slaughters them all. That's kind of like, that's like seriously what Samson just did. He just gets his his donkey jaw lightsaber and just like goes Jedi on him and rogue and kills him all. Not cool. Okay. Now, so that's that's picture one. Picture two, go to the book of Acts and we're going to look at Stephen and the start of him. We're cool? So this is the right verse because I know this one off the top of my head nearly. Acts 6, 1 to 5. But the believers rapidly multiplied. There were rumblings of discord. So this is when the church first began. The Greek-speaking believers complained about the Hebrew-speaking believers saying, their widows were being discriminated against in the daily distribution of food. So these people, these Greeks are saying, hey, this is not fair. The Jews are getting more than what we, we are. Come on, be more even. They were getting ripped off like I was on that machine. So the 12 called, so the 12 being the 12 disciples, called a meeting of all the believers. They said, we apostles should spend our time preaching the word of God, not running a food program. Wise, so the brothers... And so, brothers, select seven men who are well-respected and full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, and we will give them this responsibility. Then, the, then we apostles can spend our time in prayer and teaching the Word. Everyone liked this idea, and they chose the following. Stephen, say Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Hmm. So that's what we see the first of Stephen. So to sum that up, say, basically Samson was blessed from his parents' faith. So we saw there that 
that God told his parents or an angel told his parents, you can't cut that guy's hair, you can't drink, you can't do all this stuff so that your, your son can be blessed, right? So he was blessed because of what his parents did. With Stephen, he was blessed because he pursued God for himself. He was full of the Holy Spirit. Is that cool? That's what it says. Now, I want to quickly look back to Samson. And who's heard me tell the quote, your gift can take you further than your character can hold you? Which is so true. Your gift can take you further than your character can hold you. And so with Samson, I believe, and for us, God can bless and favor us, and he will use us, use it for his glory. And what's awesome, despite Samson's lack of humility, God still used him. Now, we didn't really look at the stuff that Samson does bad, but he was a peanut. And so we can have, um, uh, and so the, I think that means we can still have hope. We might be the most foolish person and God will still work it for his glory. Uh, does it mean the things that we do wrong are okay? No. Or right, but it's his grace that works beyond those things. And so God, if God can use a, fo- a fool like Samson, he can use the foolishness in me to, for his glory. Are people cool with that? And so um, now we're going to, so that's what we've, we've looked at the, the difference between. So Samson was blessed because of what his parents did for him. We can be blessed because of what God does for us. Now we're going to look at their deaths quickly. And so if we go to uh, back to Judges, um, I'm going to quickly read uh, verses 15, seven, uh, uh, verses 7 and verse 11 that says this. This is what Samson says about things. Because you did this, Samson vowed, I won't rest until I take my revenge on you. Then in 11, but Samson replied, I, I only did to them what they did to me. And so uh, I think it's quite interesting there that he has this thing of his character is about revenge and paying back people for what they've done to him. In, in, if you, um, and then if you go to chapter 16 in Judges, I'm going to read his death from 21 to 30. So uh, 21 to 30 goes like this. So the Philistines captured him and gouged out his eyes. They took him to Gaza, where he was bound with bronze chains and forced to grind grain in the prison. But before long, his hair grew, began to grow back. The Philistine rulers held a great festival, offering sacrifices and praising their, their god, Dagon. They said, our God has given us victory over our enemy, Samson. When the people saw him, they praised their God, saying, our God has delivered us, delivered our enemy to us. The one who killed so many of us is now in our power. Half drunk by now, the people demanded, bring out Samson so he can amuse us. So he was brought from the prison to amuse them, and they had him stand between the pillars supporting the roof. Samson said to the young servant who was leading him by the hand, Place my hand against a pillar that held up the temple. I want to rest against them. Now the temple was completely filled with people. All the Philistine rulers were there and there were about um, 3,000 men, women of the roof, who were watching as Samson amused them. Then Samson prayed to the Lord, Sovereign Lord, remember me again. O God, please strengthen me just one more time. With one blow, let me pay back these Philistines for the loss of my two wives. Then Samson put his hands on the two center pillars that held up the temple, pushing against them with both hands. He prayed, let me die with these Philistines. And the temple crashed down on the Philistine rulers of all the, on the rulers and all the people. So he killed more when he died than during his entire lifetime. So we see that he, he asked God to come upon him so that he could kill everyone for revenge. That's his death. Really awesome death, isn't it? But despite that, God still used it for his glory by freeing the, the, the Israelites from the, uh, the bondage of those people. Now we're going to look at Stephen's death in Acts 6.8. And another verse quickly look up for that is so it says here, Stephen, a man in Acts 6.8 says, a man full of God's grace and power performed amazing miracles and signs among the people. And so if we go to then 
uh, Acts 7 uh, and then look at verses 54 to 60. It talks about, so basically there's these religious people don't like what Stephen's doing and so they want him dead. And so we're going to see, um, and so they got him at court in trial and this is, he, they didn't like his, res- his response. And so it says this in uh, 754, uh, where's uh, 54, this other page here, 54, got it. The Jewish leaders were infuriated by Stephen's accusations and they shook their fists at him in rage. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into heaven and saw the glory of God and he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. And he told them, look, I see the heavens open up and the Son of, uh, the Son of Man standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. Then they put their hands over their ears and began shouting. They rushed at him and dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. His accusers took off their coats and laid them at the feet of the young man named Saul. As they stoned him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And he fell to his knees, shouting, Lord, don't charge them with this sin. And with that, he died. Now, I think that's quite crazy. So you spot the difference. We see there that um, both died. The picture's the same. But the difference is one died in revenge, Samson, and the other died in love's Stephen. He said, God, don't charge them for the wrong that they've done to me. And so I love this in the word for today. It's a quote I read a while ago about keeping anger in check. When you view someone in context of their best qualities rather than their worst ones, you usually respond differently. And basically that's the thing. Samson had no respect for the Philistines. Stephen had respect for the people who were killing him. And so what do we see? What do we... And I loved a point which I missed before. It says that um, Stephen was full of the Holy Spirit. And we've got to ask ourselves, what are we full of? We can be full of gossip. We can be full of pride. We can be full of all these things in our life that aren't good. T- 13 reasons on Netflix. We can be full of rubbish like that, but we've got to be full of the Holy Spirit, full of his power in our lives. Is that cool? Yes. And so the only way, um, and so the only way we have these eyes is when we see through, see through Holy Spirit filling us. And um, now, I'm not keen on man's tradition and religion. I'm nowhere in it. I'd much rather Holy Spirit conviction. Now, I say that in a way that, so this is where, in coming to conclusion, so often in youth, in church, you'll, you'll, you'll see people that are kind of like with Samson. So his parents, we could almost say, were the religious parents. They did everything right for him. And so he just did, in religion, what his parents told him to do. Now, we don't know what Stephen's background was, but what we do know is he was full of the Holy Spirit and full of faith. And so we've got to then apply that to our lives. And so, for example, so many times, and this is sad, you'll see non, you'll see non, this part's a good part, you'll see non-Christian kids or youth come to church and they'll be the best leaders you ever see. They grow, they develop, they do, they go for God. And then you see Christian youth parents, like parents that, like youth that have Christian parents, They'll come to church every week. Um, pastors, even pastors' kids, they'll come to church every week, yet something happens and they fall away. They stop coming to church. They stop going to youth. They, they cause problems. And I, I believe um, it's because they don't pursue God. Like they, they don't pursue God and they take the blessing for granted. For example, people like Noah, we see here, he walks himself to church on a Sunday morning. When I was 16, I was getting my parents to drive me to church on the morning. And I just took that for granted. I'll be honest. I thought, it's, uh, now, did I pursue God? Yes. Did I love God? Yes. But I never had to make that decision to walk to church because my parents just did it for me. And so I, I want to encourage you as a youth, don't, if you have that blessing of your parents taking you to church, don't take that for granted 
you've got to pursue the Holy Spirit for yourself. Because otherwise, if we can so easily become a Samson, oh, we're so blessed, we're so faithful because our parent, what our parents are doing, it's not about what our parents do because we see his heart was wrong. That blessing that these parents did for him caused him the wrong heart. We've got to go, you know what, God, we don't just want a, a momentary spirit filling where we do something awesome. We want our whole lives to be full like Stephen because that became because he pursued God all for himself. And so are we cool for that, guys? Um, um, uh, uh, and so, yeah, so I really want to encourage us, never, let's never get to a place where as a, a, a Christian parent's youth, ever get to a place where we take that for granted. We've got to be, be like opposite to Samson. We go, God, we thank you so much for blessing me because what my parents have done for me and with me, I'm going to take the next step and then start pursuing you for myself. And if, and if you are the, um, the, the, Sam, the Stephen side of things, where we don't really know the background, but we know that they pursued God, when you pursue God, you'll have, a new, you'll have different eyes. You'll be full of him and full of, of cool things to be able to do miracles and do the amazing. And so I'm just going to quickly just close in prayer and just thank God for those things. So God, we just pray for that message, spot the difference. We thank you that there's a difference between what Samson did and what Stephen did. God, we just thank you that if we, if we have parents that are godly, that are parents that are, are chasing you, God, may we not just take that for granted and then be a Samson and just live a foolish life. Take the blessings that you put in our, in our, in our just as it says, a gift, I'm oh, no, sorry, um, uh, uh, that quote there, God, about, uh, <laughs> my yeah, a gift will take us further than our character can hold us. God, and we, wanna, we thank you for the gifts that you've given us. We thank you for your grace. But we thank you that rather than just having a, an amazing uh, 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 story here, an amazing story there, God, that you're just going to be full with us all the time like Stephen, that we're going to pursue you, that we're going to be full of you, that, that if our parents were to die tomorrow, we'll be in church, that if our parents were to, to, to stop helping us out, we would make sure we're in your house, God. We're doing your will, Jesus. And so we just thank you so much that, that, we, uh, that we won't fall to the same stories of, of um of youth that have gone by that where they've, they've just taken for granted the blessings that their parents have had in their life and go, we don't want this. We don't, we, we, we've seen the religion, they didn't see the relationship. And so God, we right now just thank you for the relationship that we have with you, that we can have a romance with you where we can be full of you, Holy Spirit. And everyone said, amen. So we, I am done and now I'm going to pass it on to Carlos and then he will then direct us into some internet information from that. Awesome. Thanks for that message, Pastor Josh. Um, I'm really glad you, you, you brought up um, 